1: Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of All the Small Games. My name is Levins. My name is John. And every month we hang out in one of our living rooms and go through all the indie games that we played in the last month and all the indie games that we're looking forward to in the near future. Yep. John, what is an indie game?
2: Oh, it's a small game, hence all the small games. Beautiful
1: answer. Um, We begin every episode by going through all the games we've been playing in the last month Mm -hmm. and then we'll get to our main feature topic this week. It is... Uh, it's a super exciting one because, yeah. uh, John, you are you are one console richer than you were when we last recorded.
2: I've had my, uh, my Nin Vitzma. Vitzma? No. Bar Mitzvah? Yeah, Nin, nin Mitzvah. Switch,
1: no, Bar Switchma.
2: Switch, switch Mitzvah.
1: No, Bar Switchma
2: works. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> right um, in. Let us know all the small games at gmail.com. Is it Switch Mitzvah or Bar Switchma? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we need to get to the bottom of these important topics. Yes, I bought a Nintendo Switch. Finally, finally. I've been so jealous of yours for so long and it is good to hold this little my new digital my new electronic sun in my hands I just saw
1: it it currently has uh, two icons on its menu yep one for is. Super Mario Odyssey and another one for Pool Panic
2: Pool Panic downloading right now
1: and then I uh, flexed and showed you that I have like 200 <laughs>
2: icons on my hand. took 15 minutes to scroll through yeah. Levin's <laughs> list of games um, I got up for a drink in between um, yeah no super excited to have it I'm super excited for this episode because this will chart out what will be the next few games I play after I'm done picking up moons in Super Mario Odyssey.
1: Because our uh, listener Jake uh, from the States wrote in and said, Hey guys, Um, what did he say? He said... Uh, I know it's way too late for this month's episode, as you know, he, we wrote it out for the first yeah. time last week, yeah. last month's episode. He's referring
2: to last episode. But
1: as someone who's just starting to get into indies for Switch, I would love to hear you guys, uh, your guys' top 10 indie games for the Switch. There's just so many indies on the Switch eShop now, it's been hard to pass out which ones are worth my time, which ones are hidden gems, and which ones I should just avoid. I know top 10 lists are a bit derivative, but I just love me a good list based on the pod so far. I'd imagine that it includes Celeste, Owlboy, Shovel Knight, and Hollow Knight. Good good thinking there, Jake. I um, think
2: we discussed last time though, consider those like the, the god tier that you should have, what's kind of below
1: that. Okay, though. cool. So we'll consider that, and then I'll do a top six.
2: Right. <laughs> no, no, keep him in, keep him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: sweet. <laughs> uh, also, it'd be cool to hear about some indies that you were into before the pod started. We'll do that at some point. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks, Jake, for our, our, the, the topic suggestion for this month. Yes. Uh, we'll be getting to that later in the show with an official top ten list of my favourite indies on the Switch so far.
2: It'd be interesting to do, like, a year from now, so pod... Episode oh, 16 fucking a, definitely. Do like an actual Your top 10 My top 10 How many crossovers are there Because I, I don't got no I don't got no top 10 currently. Yeah but it
1: would be interesting though If you Like like will you count indies That you played on PC That are also available on Switch
2: <laughs> That's a tough one Because there are a bunch in there um, oh, Look I, I can't make we'll that call to, We'll have to, yeah, we'll have have to, have to figure find out, out a year from now
1: Alright so I'm going to Cryogenically skip, freeze myself Skip let's, let's to the all, 10 minute mark Let's all cryogenically <laughs> freeze ourselves <laughs> Yeah um, and we'll see you in a year um, But before we do that Before we enter the tubes oh yeah. the fuck, um, What have you been playing lately, John? Besides uh, So have you been
2: <laughs> This is super embarrassing um, I have played
1: You've been playing yourself <laughs> Yeah oh! I played
2: myself um, I was got deep into Crossing Souls on Steam um,
1: Tell me about this game I It I only, I only just came out on Switch in the yes, last week
2: Yes, it did uh, crossing Get used S- to that, by the way yeah, of course. Like- yeah, all all the stuff I've played dropping. Well, it's cool. It, it, when that happens, it means I can go hell yeah, play this game. It's great for
1: like four dollars more too. Yeah, of course. Minimum. <laughs>
2: um, Crossing Souls is sort of uh, an action game. I guess you you play as this kid in a in a kind of '80s neighborhood in the states, and then things start getting real kind of like Stranger Things slash Stephen King esque.
1: Yes, this is set in uh, 1986 in California, yep. um, and uh, it's been uh, published by Devolver Digital, the uh, goats, and, and developed by them alongside Four Attic.
2: Okay, um, um, not yeah. sure if what they've done. I'll, yeah. I'll look, I'll look do you have up. a clickable link?
1: I do. Um, I feel like, look, it looks like this is the only thing they've done. <laughs> right. Um,
2: look, it's fun. It's it's got a cool story to it. You know, you 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 control a bunch of kids like five kids at the start of the game um each has their own kind of special power if you will like one is a really big dude that can move things around and is also really good in fights because he causes a lot of damage Mm -hmm. another guy is a like kind of boy genius who has rocket boots that can let you like um, hover across to distant ledges and he has a, a ray gun that can shoot things.
1: So is this, is it like an action platformer or is it's it sort like of, an it's RPG? Like a,
2: it's, it's, it's not really an RPG because you don't gain skills, but it is sort of in that vein of you run around, there's combat, you solve puzzles, there are some light platforming. Um, yeah, it's action, action adventure game might be a good way to put it, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It is cruel with checkpoints occasionally um i'm up to what i think is the second last boss battle and it's wildly difficult and super frustrating because when you die it like it doesn't just put you back to the start of that boss battle it puts you back to like the start of the scene right so you got to play through like a long cutscene. scene then can't skip the cutscene. you can't skip the i'm, cu- not, buying the, I'm I, not buying this i game. don't think you can skip the cut maybe you can um <laughs> Uh, you could definitely press A a bunch of times and, like, make the dialogue go faster. Then you have to fight, like, three waves of increasingly difficult robots, and then the boss battle starts. Right. So, you know, and then you might, like... Because the boss can two-hit kill you, essentially, if you're on full health. Um. So you die repeatedly, and then you got to play through that fucking cutscene, yeah, and the that's fucking a, robot battle. That's it,
1: and often it's indie games like uh, are some of them, like at the forefront of not adhering to things that we just took for granted with uh, older games. Like that's mm. a very old, you know, SNES or, or Mega Drive kind of mechanic where they where they did that to pad out the length of a game. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess they are trying to harken back to the '80s. Yeah, that's um, true.
2: I mean, look, C- Celeste had a similar kind of thing, like. You'd make it very far through a level, and if you died just before you got off the screen, whoop, back at the level again.
1: Uh, but no, no, it wasn't back. It was always never level. It was like it would be a section.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, the the kind of screen. But some of those the, screens, but the screens had w- like
1: I know, but the screens like if you if you if you didn't hit anything, that screen only lasts like ten seconds. Sure, but yeah. the, proce- the process the
2: process <laughs> get like the number of times you kind of die at that last thing. But it never it, with Celeste it was always like oh I could do this. Yep. It's just it's a series of button presses. I've just got to get it perfect. Whereas this is more like, oh, fuck, I got staggered by a shot and then he double shot me and I'm dead. Like I didn't even get, I didn't take any health off him. Oh, great. Now I'm back at the beginning of this, you know. I played f- played through it four times and I just put my controller down. I was like, N- I, like, not today. This is not happening today. I'm walking away. This is too fucking frustrating. But overall, it's, it's very cool. The story's very, um, very entertaining story. If you like that kind of 80s sort of teenage sci-fi adventure sort of thing. Um, I remember ages ago when you played Inside for the first time because we've mentioned Inside mm. on every goddamn pod we've done so far. Another
1: one that d- just recently came out on the Switch. I've been tempted to buy it, to play through it again. But uh, I'm, I-, I think I'd rather just play it on my television than on my PS4. So
2: I've it- played it on my Xbox and on my phone. I think I'm good. How was it on your phone? Yeah, good. It was okay. it's, yeah, sure. yeah, it's not... You know, it's a very cinematic you, game. It is. I mean, obviously, it's not play it on the biggest screen you can, but something on the bus. Yeah. Sure. Like, hey, I remember this puzzle. This is a cool puzzle. Da, 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 done. Keep moving. Hey I'm the blob now. Um <laughs> but yeah, when you when you played inside for the first time, I think you put together a list of games where kids die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't
1: know it was when I played um Limbo for the first time, maybe. Or, oh,
2: possibly. I think you you harked back to Limbo, but yeah. I remember with Inside, you were like, uh there's Limbo, there's Inside, there's Boy and His Blob." Boy in His Blob, maybe?
1: His blob uh, my favorite. One of my favorite games from the PS One, Heart of Darkness. Okay. Yep. Um, if you if you look that up, I think the first link on YouTube is just uh, all the animations of the kid dying. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, it is it is weirdly entertaining. <laughs> it's not like this with Crossing Souls, but there is like <laughs> a kid dies at the very beginning of the game and then there is a cutscene which is literally one of your friends dying. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Kid dies in this game in a really kind of like sad dramatic scene. Was not expecting but, but that. Pixel art, sad Pick, Yeah, thing. kind of pixel art. But still it's like, oh, that that was that was more touching than I was expecting this game to get. Okay. Um, but the kind of one of the things that happens in the game is Or the plot centers around. You find this stone called the Duat Stone that allows you to see the spirit world, essentially. Mm -hmm. So in any scene you might be in, when you activate the stone, there'll be, like, ghosts hanging around. You can go and talk to the ghosts. And as your friends die, you get them as ghosts. Oh, cool. So that becomes another puzzle element because they can, like, walk through doors. Do they
1: die because you fuck up or do they die as part of the story? No, it die as part of the story. Okay, cool.
2: Um, Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, that's another cool kind of level to it that makes it pretty fun. So... I would it's I'm in a difficult position because I've been playing it on my PC. It's just come out on Switch. I don't want to start from the bottom again yeah. on Switch, but my gut tells me the controls on Switch will be a lot better than the janky ass Logitech gamepad I've got.
1: Yeah, I watched the the trailer for this the other day and I almost bought it immediately, but I've got a lot of other games in the back burner at the moment. Uh, I think the visual style of it looks amazing.
2: Yeah, it's the oh, art's great. Like yeah. I love I love that kind of throwback Pixel art, yeah, but this is
1: like you know particularly vivid, very yeah. like you know lots of neons and
2: uh... yeah, very very bright, very colourful, yep. very cool environments for all the kind of places you move through. Um, lots of like funny little Easter eggs and references to the 80s and stuff scattered throughout, which is amusing.
1: Jump from Van Halen plays every 30 seconds, uh, every time. Whenever you jump, whenever yeah. you jump,
2: <laughs> um, and it plays the whole song through. So if you jump a bunch, <laughs> just layers jump on. <laughs> it gets real annoying. Um, yeah. Look, it's definitely worth. It. Like, I'm I'm frustrated by it at the moment, and that's partially making me go like, uh, but yeah, it's a fun game. Grab it, grab Crossing it. Souls. You, but, uh, grab it for Switch, definitely. Tell me if the controls are better than my janky ass Logitech gamepad.
1: Very interested to see uh the yeah, the breakdown of like because you know we've already got me the fucking Switch maniac over here. Sure. I wonder if there are still going to be PC games trickling through from you.
2: I still think there will be PC. There's stuff that doesn't fit on a switch necessarily and stuff that like developers can't afford a switch kit yeah for They're sure. just releasing for yep. pc
1: cool so um i've got a bunch of games to get yeah. through um, talk for the next 30 um, minutes hilariously i didn't like uh i've only played one game predominantly over the last month and it's a game that i've already talked about on our last episode um the game is hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if it's my other podcast, hey fam, you'll know I've talked about it there a lot as well. Um, I think it's like one of my top fucking three games of all time now. Um, <laughs> I want you to talk about it on all your podcasts. I'm, okay. okay. <laughs> Just the
2: midway through old raps. Like, that's a good beat, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's talk Hollow Knight yeah, yeah, for a so second yeah. here.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. But uh, before I get to a, a long rant about how much I love Hollow, Hollow Knight, here's what else I've been playing. Yeah. Um, at the start of the month, uh, I was sent a code uh, but for a game called Miles and Kilo, which is short for miles and kilometers, I guess. Yep. Um, and it is about a boy and his dog. It's been developed by one dude called uh, Michael Burns. It's available on Switch, but it's also available on um, iPhone and iPad uh, mm. and maybe other consoles as well. Yeah, I think I saw it pop up in the, the
2: app store the other day.
1: Definitely Steam. Yeah, of um, But yeah, I got it on Switch. And the cool thing about this is that once you... When you buy this game, which is very cheap under ten bucks, uh, you get his first game, which is an auto runner, um, which is also available on iOS, called Kid Trip. Okay. And if you uh, if you look at these two games uh, side to side, like they're very very similar, you can tell that like you know Mars and Kilo is the natural progression from uh, the work that uh, Michael Burns has done on uh, on Kid Trip, um, but yeah, Mars and Kilo is uh, a bit more of a classic platformer. Yeah, um, definitely harkening back, reminds me a lot of Alex Kidd in Miracle World, okay. the uh, Master System game. In that you are playing a boy who wears a cap and he, you know, going through uh, vibrant uh, environments that are like you know vaguely kind of tropical or beach themed. Um, And then there are there are some levels where you just control him and you know you've got to make your way from one start of that level to the to the end. But if you die at any point in that level, you start right back at the beginning. There's no checkpoints. Okay. Uh, But it's very the levels are quite short. There's like uh, six levels per world, and of that, like three. Three of them are, like, regular... Of the, of the few worlds that I've played so far, three or four of them are regular, like, you control the boy levels. And then you'll have two where you are um, taking your dog for a walk. And because the dog runs, so it's an auto-run level, essentially. Sure. And uh, it's so the mechanics are a little different. Um, you, it's, it's all about kind of, like, timing your jumps in time with him running and jumping over <laughs> things and ducking under things. But uh, it's not just, like, you know, a simple... Uh, you know, I um, was what's sort of like classic order like cannibalt? run? Cannabolt. or um, temple run or sure. whatever. Um, there are a lot more and like, you know, you there's, there's, there's a lot of things that you need to do to get, like, to unlock all the achievements on each level, like little trophies of, like, you know, uh, finishing with a, a full amount of fruit. You collect fruit, which you can also throw at enemies, but you want to finish level with as much fruit on you sure. as possible. Um, you know, there's a timer, um, all that kind of thing. And then my favorite is, um, uh, so far, I've played a few surfing levels. Oh, And this is when I was like, oh, fuck, I love this game.
2: Oh, right, right, um, right.
1: You just like you. You're walking like a normal level, and then you jump on a surfboard, and then you are actually like the rest of the thing is just you surfing on
2: water. You catching a wave.
1: Catching a wave. You got to jump over some enemies, um, and you know it's a really, really satisfying bounce and hover effect when you when you hold the jump after jumping over an enemy. Uh, it's really, really like it's fun. It's a mindless, very well made with a lot of care and love put into it. Platformer. Um, it is cruel, and I guess harking back to the, to the way games were in that there are no checkpoints. But I think. I think you would be doing the game a disservice to um, to not have like you know the intention of this being like because they are such short levels you want to have that perfect run from start to finish.
2: And I mean with games like that, it's because with Celeste, it's all about pattern remembering. Mm. Like this is is it is it simple? Because with Crossing Souls, what frustrates me is I can learn the bosses' attack patterns, but they're not they don't happen in the same way every time. Right. So I'm essentially like, there is a dose of luck to it as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd say there is like, you know, there's multiple paths you can take for each level. Mm. I think it's about you working out your perfect path. Okay. And uh, look, not, not, the levels never overstay their welcome. Um, And then I haven't really, you know, even though I've not finished it, because um, it's just a fun game to play in small chunks. Um, nothing is really like, you know, no, no challenges annoyed me too much sure. in the, you know, 20-odd levels I've played of this game so far. Um, I really like it. It's called Miles and Kilo, and if you cool. buy it on Switch, it comes free with Kid Trip. Here's the first game, which is uh, nowhere near as fun as Miles and Kilo, but it's, a you know, a fun game to fuck around with nonetheless. Sure. It's Good to get free. Yeah. Um, another game that I got... Um, a month ago is uh, a puzzle game that I've always wanted to try. Um, it is uh, made by the same dude who makes Rez. Sure. Um, one of the most beloved uh, puzzles of the PS2 Xbox era. Um, I,
2: th- I feel like it was a PS exclusive, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: right. It was a PS exclusive era. Uh, but it's still the same era, even sure. though it wasn't the yeah, only yeah. console. Um, but uh, Lumines uh, is its name. And I guess it was kind of best known as like the must-have game for the PS Go I st- no, stand
2: corrected on Res. It was available on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty.
1: Yeah, cool. What about Lumines? Is it originally? It was on the PSP. PSP. Yeah. it um, uh, yeah, re- re- Debuted in two thousand and four on the PSP, uh, developed by Resonair, published by Enhanced Games. And uh, the Switch. It was announced in the Nindies event at the start of the year. Was uh, Lumines was coming to uh, the Switch as Lumines remastered? Sure. Now, gun to my head. If you if you sell me Levens, let me get the gun. Okay. Like light, light gun to my head. Right. Uh, you know, what's what's your favorite game of all time yeah. that you would recommend to every single person that you know they would like and that you could also play forever? I'd probably say Tetris. Sure. Um, I just I you know it's insane. If, I think if you went back and like I own five different versions of Tetris in my house yeah. right now. Um and I have favorite versions of each Tetris game. I played Tetris today. Um my son Archie is obsessed with Tetris at the moment. Sure. Not, not playing it, just what basically uh we play Puyo, Puyo Tetris and um you can I can play against a CPU character and he assigns that as him that's himself. That's me. That's <laughs> him that's him, that's Archie. Really? And so I'll play against and and like I'll set it to hard and Archie thinks he wins. Because uh, I get my, I get decimated by this, you know That is the CPU such a player. Confidence yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I won, Daddy. I'm like, Yeah, you did great, Archie. Shut up <laughs> Um but uh Luminez is um it's a you know it's a block puzzle game okay. um, but it's a lot more rhythmic have you ever like spent any time with this game or, no, or I played haven't, it before I haven't. No. so it's a very rhythmic game um, it's you, instead of getting a, a shape you get a cube uh, sorry like a square sure. and the square is made up of four squares of two different colors right um and the that one square that that slowly drops could be in a different pattern so it could be you know fully orange or two oranges on one side and two whites on another side Or like a crisscross of orange, white, orange, white yep. You know, whatever And the idea is basically you've got to try and make a full cube of color Or like, you know, multiple cubes of color mm-hmm. um, in, in your space and, and it's it's set to music And so every four bars, the stage is like swept And it scans for full blocks, full blocks. Okay. And then the more you wipe out the better you do, you, you know, you start yeah. racking up combos. And the game rewards you by changing the song as your score gets higher and higher. Okay. So instead of playing for, like, you know, a higher score, which you are still doing, but you're really playing to unlock songs. Right. And then once you've unlocked that song, you can then choose to start on that song when you next oh. play again. The songs are, like, very fun, video gamey kind of, like, house uh, sure But like With like disco uh, Samples And like You know Groovy Like it's It's generic video game music But like They Still get stuck well in your done. head Yeah and, they, and, and it's just It's a lot of fun Yeah um, I, It's one of those games Like Puyo Puyo um, That like Unlike Tetris Is not ingrained in my head Or like a match three puzzle um, Where, where the, the mechanics of those Are really easy to get uh, Luminez I need to watch A uh, Like a video on it Because I can, I can play it for I can play a a, a game and it will last like twenty minutes, right? But I don't think I'm doing the right things sometimes. Like I I think there are ways to rack up combos that I'm. There's a skill to it that I've not yet mastered, and I I think I need to watch some like tutorials on how to play play the best. But I really enjoy it. It's definitely a game that I'm going to keep my Switch forever because it's the perfect thing. Like you know, if you're really frustrated. Uh, at a game where you know there's heaps of annoying bosses or whatever, it's the perfect thing to like you switch to it. and and just like you know turn your brain off and, and and match some motherfucking blocks to some sweet beats. Nice. Yeah, I'd highly recommend it. is remastered. Cool. Okay, okay. Um, and then for the re- so that was at, like the beginning of July. Sure. I played those two, and then I got just got really really hooked on Hollow Knight. Right. We're um, we gonna we're
2: gonna do a dive now. Well, bef- bef-
1: just quickly in the last day. Um, I I I'd had these for a while. I got a, a code for a game called Bomb Chicken. Um, and Bomb Chicken was another game that was uh, announced as part of the Nindies event. Right. Um, Bomb Chicken is a platformer in which you play a chicken who does not lay eggs, John. He lays bombs. Whoa. Um, this is a game that was uh, developed <laughs> is by. Is this chicken's
2: name Funkmaster Flex?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, he was uh, developed by and published by Nitrome Limited.
2: Oh, Nitrome, yeah, they make some really good iOS games.
1: They have one of the best uh, opening logos. Yeah, I love the Nitrome the, logo. The, the the kind of like a, what uh, else have they done? It's like fast food kind of logo. It's it's really sick. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Bomb Chicken is this gorgeous, uh, you know, pixel art platformer in which you can't jump, but the way you jump or elevate yourself is you lay multiple bombs okay but if you stay sitting on those bombs the bombs explode and you die sure but you can also um, lay a, lay a bomb then jump off the bomb then move back into the bomb and that will kick the bomb to the other side of the platform and you oh. can use it as a weapon oh, you can okay. also use it to trigger switches to open treasure chests uh, yeah to like you know cross certain gaps and like there's all kinds of like it's basically it's a it's a puzzle it's a puzzle game more yeah. than it is a platformer.
2: Sounds kind of like Bomberman. Would Bomberman be a no. reference? Uh,
1: like you would think, th- yes, but no. It's is, it's is very much a platformer okay. with lots of puzzle elements. I would actually compare it to Abe's Odyssey. Okay. Because there are screens you have to pass using the limited like moves that you have as Bomb Chicken. There are multiple enemies, switches, spikes, hazards. Um, and the, go- the goal is to basically find as many gems as possible before you finish each level um, and then as you finish a the level there is like a chicken god and you, you lay an offering to it ah. and if you've collected enough, enough gems in that level it will reward you by giving you an extra heart Okay, which is really cool, and like quickly it becomes like very out of reach, and you, you and you realize that there are, you can get enough hearts within each level, but you've got to find them. You've got right. to blow blow open secret secret walls and oh cool. um, you know like like pass like little challenges that you may have missed if you don't spend extra time in each uh, in each room. Um, I adore I adore this game based off the oh. small amount of time I played with it uh, this is definitely going to be the next game that I sink uh, a lot of time into once I uh, damn 107% Hollow Knight <laughs> um, but yeah this is just a, it's an excellent game its it feels I know that like you know and, and you're going to you're going to get sick of me saying platformer when I go through my top 10s on uh you on love on a Switch, platform. it's my it's my it's, it's my bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, a very different one in that you can't jump, and not only can you not jump, like I found myself like looking for a run button, looking for like a, a duck button, uh, a Nothing. dodge. Every single button X, B, A, Y, uh, both this, of the Z and and Y that tri- oh, Z was Z and X triggers whatever they are on, on this on the side. Yeah. The um everything just laser 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 <laughs> bomb. <laughs> Every single button except left right. Uh, which is uh, actually I didn't check up, check up and down. That,
2: that sounds very simple and yet also incredibly frustrating.
1: Uh, but man, the amount of things you can do, just you know, thanks to the the interesting environments that you uh, that you encounter on mm. in each level, um, it's it's a really it's a lot of depth to the game and, and a, an immensely satisfying game when you do pass a room. Um, you know, if you if you do. Uh, get hit too many times in a level, um, you do have to start the level again, but you you don't lose all the gems you've gotten, okay. which is really cool. You can just burn through the level um, and and get get to where you died, yeah. without having to worry of going oh, through and a, you know one hundred percenting it, yeah. which I find really really rewarding. Like as a completionist, yeah, um, that's that's a really really cool uh, mechanic to to introduce in the in, in a game.
2: I will say it's something I've noticed with Super Mario Odyssey. If I get it if I Get a moon on a level and I die. I've still got that moon. Mm-hmm. Great. Love it.
1: Yep. It saves. You get that yep. moon, that's, that's your moon. Yep. Um, side note, how fucking good is Super Mario Odyssey? It's
2: so fucking good.
1: Is that the first... like? You, like That's like the second Mario game I've ever played, right?
2: Look, leaving aside the OG Super Mario Brothers, yep. um, which, shout out to Singapore, Airways used to have Nintendo games on their oh flights. God, very true, yeah. So I, I carved through a lot of Super Mario Brothers back then. Um, yes...
1: Super Mario Galaxy Two, you had on yeah, way. that's that's yeah.
2: the that's the it's my third Mario game. That's wildest. Out Mario. of like what three
1: hundred? Well, when the switch eventually puts the fucking uh, virtual console you true, know, or an, it gives us the ability to buy more, like that'll be a fun time for you, man. It will.
2: Doctor um, Mario, first thing I played.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah so, um, uh, Bomb Chicken. I know I keep saying like definitely get this one, but Bomb Chicken of all the uh, indies I'm going to talk about today that aren't Holy Night. Cool. Definitely add Bomb Chicken to your list. In fact, you know, if I finish it, this could potentially be one of my top 10 games on the Switch. I've enjoyed Ooh. the two hours or so i put into it so far that much. so um, How much is it going for? Uh, it is not very expensive at all. Uh, what it's just come out, hasn't it? The annoying thing about Switch is that once you've bought a game on... Uh, it doesn't tell you. It doesn't the price tell you. It doesn't tell yeah. the price of it. And like, uh, even if like, so when when I see like games are on special, I like telling my friends like, hey, fuck, you know, yeah. Or like telling my listeners, uh, you should get this game because it's on sale at the moment.
2: Sure. Well, I will. I will uh, tell everyone if it's on sale. It's, it, has it just come out? It's only just come out. Okay, yeah. Cool. Like, it'll like it'll two be weeks in a ago. Recent releases section.
1: Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I, I I think it's it's really really cool. And I, like I know a lot of people are like, you know, I'm fucking sick of, uh, uh, platformers. This is different enough that it won't feel like it's not like a you know. I feel like there are a lot of games like Celeste or The End is Nigh or whatever, where yeah. it's you know you don't have a weapon, you are literally just jumping and sliding or whatever. But this is uh, this is different.
2: There's another game called Chicken Assassin Reloaded. <laughs> yeah, that only just came don't, out. Don't get it twisted. Um, now I've got a particular interest in the next game you're going to talk about uh, because it's the first. It's the the, the second tile on my two-tile games library. Yeah, yeah, that game um, is... Uh, is- I, I literally bought it this evening. When I was like, oh, I've got a podcast to record. I better have a look at the show. Oh, Pool Panic's out.
1: Uh, pool Panic. It's uh, called the world's least realistic pool simulator. One second.
2: It's nineteen ninety nine for Bomb Chicken.
1: Bomb Chicken, they go. Yeah, nine Australian.
2: $19.99. Australian. Party like it I is. I say it's
1: worth it. It's a good game, Bomb Chicken. Oh look, I'll be picking it up. Two I thumbs think, from me.
2: I think twenty bucks is my comfortable limit on Switch. Like ten bucks is my com- ten or below on on Steam is my comfortable. Yep. I think twenty bucks is gonna be my comfortable for Nintendo. Well,
1: pool panic, twenty two fifty, I think, in <sighs> Australian.
2: I had to splash out slightly for my first purchase.
1: Uh this is a game developed by Rekim. Okay. Um. And uh, published by Adult Swim, who have given, given us a lot of great games that, um, intri- intri- interestingly, have come uh, only to the Switch and Steam. They've been ignoring sure. the other consoles with games like Battle Chef Brigade and yep. Pool Panic. Well, we, um, what
2: did you play, Battle? You you were got, Switch. Oh, Switch, of course. Yeah. What
1: um. Idiot. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So Pool Panic is uh, a game again. Uh, uh, featured in this Nindies event. Okay. Uh, yep. In fact I've got uh, there's, there's like been two other games that have come out that were featured in that event that I have but I haven't played yet more on them later I gotta um, say it was
2: it was an attention grabbing part of that event
1: it, yeah a lot, there was a lot of like like I, I gotta say I was a little bit underwhelmed by that ninjas event because I was sure. ex, I was expecting something akin to you know Steamworld Dig Two, which is sure. what came out of the last one but um but uh instead like honestly a lot of the things that I've played from that event I've, I've loved uh, but uh you know like it's hard to get excited about something like Lumines or whatever yeah or, you know course. a puzzle game. Um, I just but, yeah.
2: think the art style and the general tone of the game, when I saw the trailer I was like, Oh, I've I've you know, and it's Adult Swim. That's yeah. a, that's a brand I trust. I'm so gonna yeah, play this. I think
1: before John and I bonded about uh, video games, we bonded about Adult Swim. Yes. Which when we became friends in the early two thousands uh, was uh, known for kind being
2: the first wave of yeah. like those your Brack shows, your Space Ghosts.
1: Yeah, it's adults Swim started in 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 the late 90s, um, basically recycling old Hanna Barbera animation, and they they made Space Ghost. Yep. Um, they made it like a talk show um, where you they featured. Uh, Space Ghost characters As a Like your dumbass Talk show Yeah They were like Weird little clips In between Other cartoons Very Just anarchy Essentially Um, And then So yeah After a certain time On some nights That weren't showing anime uh, Cartoon Network Turned into Adult Swim um, And would show uh, Like Original programming Which was essentially Remixed old Hanna-Barbera footage Yeah Like they, C-Lab 2021 They had
2: no budget To make any originals But they told the creators Like we have the entire Hanna-Barbera library
1: Can you yeah. do anything with that Harvey Birdman And so
2: it's a lot of, Like C-Lab 2021 The first season Is literally just Scenes lifted wholesale From this cartoon From the 70s That they've just Revoiced It's brilliant With like e- Eric Estrada Was one of the yeah, characters yeah. <laughs> Like just wild shit Like that They did have
1: budget For Eric Estrada Yeah
2: completely. They blew it all yeah. On Eric Estrada Yeah <laughs> Um, but it's. I think that's. It's. It's great that like they have that early start and all that early adult swim stuff's great. But it's so awesome to see them now as sort of this entertainment powerhouse that still has an element of like. I, I hesitate to say punk rock, but it's because it's. Well, wait,
1: I was going to say stoner, but like yeah, you know, like, it it, just
2: but that's sort of like we don't give a shit. We like. It's 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 fucking April Fool's Day, so we're gonna play the most hated ep- like I think they did a year where it's like Tom goes to the mayor. Their April Fools was twenty four hours of Tom goes to the mayor. Um, like <laughs> they are they are more than willing to flip the middle finger at their audience because the audience half the time goes along with the joke.
1: Yeah, um, I mean the people like you and me who have grown, grown up with it, in, in spite of not being. In a country that has Adult yeah. Swim, on shout um, out to torrents uh, yeah, and uh, DVDs. Shout uh, to my spleen oh. if anyone uh, remembers that torrent site. Uh, but uh, it, it's. Like the kind of As, as Adult Swim went on it, it started You know Putting Having a lot more budget For shows mm-hmm. um, And uh, you know Obviously gave us Great shows Like probably our favourite Television show Like Venture Brothers Sure Coming back very soon Very excited uh, But one of my favourite uh, Shows Certainly the first season At least I, I never really got into it Past that But is uh, one called Super Jail Yep uh, And Super Jail Was just this like 10 minute Like anarchic Insane yeah. uh Technical um, Hyper violent Yeah Yeah and uh, for me, the animation of Pool Panic looks very similar to I, Super Jail. I
2: agree. That's true.
1: So, as Pool Panic, you play as a white pool ball. Um, you can walk around the, the, the table. Sure. Um, and uh, then, uh, you know, you, you do that with the left stick. Um, and then your, um, your right stick um, aims a pool cue uh, around you. Okay. And you have to hit the balls into the holes.
2: Right. It's pool,
1: and so when you start, it's it's very very simple. It is a pretty realistic pool simulator, but then as you progress, um, you meet balls with different personalities. One of one of them will like a certain color pool ball will jump away at you if it, if it sees the white ball coming at them. Right. So you have to use a different. You have to hit a different color ball into them first. Okay. Uh, or one. Will like stand its ground and then like stomp and send all the all the, all the balls scattering.
2: Okay, um, other
1: balls run scared away from you. Um, and then as you keep playing, you encounter courses that are just insane. So like on one of them, it's like a campground and a bus rocks up and all the red balls get out of it. Right. And then once you've like sunk like half of those, another bus rocks up and like plows through all the balls <laughs> that aren't that you haven't sunk into holes yet, and then. Uh, then you've got to sink all the balls that come out of that. Right. Uh, there's one where like you're you're in a house and all the balls are hiding, and you okay. have to like turn off different switches in the house to like you know uh, let steam into one area so the balls jump out of that area and like all these weird, weird okay. things like that. So it is like a it's almost like a point and click, except right. instead of pointing clicking you're you're firing a pool yeah. pool ball around. Um, this game does not explain much to you at all there is right. a very like simple tutorial of how do you control it and okay. i think the controls are, are simple it's frustrating you can't really move the camera around in some moments that i would like to right i don't know how that would uh, uh i guess maybe with the the d-pad or something but uh that's like the one frustrating thing with the controls i guess uh, but other than that like the controls are pretty solid um but as far as like uh So when you finish each level, like four little icons come up down the bottom, and they're like trophies essentially. One of them is like there's a timer. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them is like you get it if you don't sink yourself into a hole. Uh, One of them is if you've sunken all the balls, Um, and another one is for some other thing. Sure. Uh, It never really tells you. Obviously, kind of like I I feel like a fucking idiot now, like saying like oh it doesn't tell you what those things mean. You do work it out, but I would like some level of explanation, or if they announced, if they gave you each trophy, like, one at a time instead of all of them. Like, it just adds an unnecessary level layer of stress to this quite insane game that you are kind of going, like, oh, fuck, like, it is very much, like, learning through fucking up and all that. Uh, I have decided that in order to enjoy this game, I have to completely ignore my completionist right. tendencies. Right,
2: and that'll be tough for you.
1: And I am just going to ignore all the trophies. Sure. Because the fun of this game is just fucking around in these different courses. There's just over a hundred and when you unlock a hundred, like something weird happens. And like the in the main in the main part of like this kind of map that you that you that you walk around to access the different courses, it raises as you uh, complete each little table. Oh, okay. Um and so I guess like you they're, Something's they're, coming and there are like boss levels in it and stuff oh, like sick. that. And like it, it's fun and there's a lot of personality. The animation's excellent. Um but yeah I I just I I, I hate that there's Four trophies That you have to get For each level And one of them Like the timing one Like you have to be So fast To uh, To get it To get it Right Um, And that just stresses me out
2: But there's no There's no indication That like
1: Well when you don't get them It goes Bang 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 At the end (laughs) of the thing And I'm like oh
2: man It's an ugly noise at you Okay Uh,
1: Yeah And I know this is just Like I know that like The game is still super enjoyable Mm. Just to fuck around in Sure Um, And you're not, you know, you're still making progress. You're still finishing the table just by, you know, playing it until you can sink the black ball. I'm just saying there's
2: been no indication of like, you got the time medal on all hundred levels. Here's a thing uh, for you.
1: Exactly. It doesn't tell you why you want to get them either. Yeah, It could be like that, you know, the fucking strawberries thing in Celeste where it's like, you know, hey, you can get these if you want. They don't do anything, but like, you know, here they are if you want to get them. Yeah. Uh, They do
2: change one thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not like. Not really. No. Yeah.
1: Very very um, surface level, yeah. Uh, but so yeah, like I, I guess, uh, and also uh, the biggest thing to remember is that, in spite of this being the world's least realistic pool simulator, it is still one hundred percent a pool simulator. Okay. Uh, I th- I think after playing things like Yoku's Island Express, yeah, which was you know a um a pinball game, but it was like a pinball Metroidvania, and even playing something like Golf Story, which was a, a golf RPG. Mm. Um, I expected a little bit more in the way of like transcending a kind of a sports game. And I know that like this is like, like it is, it does add a level of nuttiness that you would never get from a, a classic sports game. But uh, yeah, there's just, I, I just think a little bit more.
2: It, it still cuts too close to the sport.
1: I don't know, but I don't know like what kind of story you could tell with this kind of game anyway.
2: I was going to ask, is there like. No
1: there's not there's no not, there's nothing you're okay. just a white ball that can walk around and, and hit other balls uh, Okay. yeah i don't know i, I think I, I was playing it and i'm enjoying it a little bit um it's far from a bad game it's really well made it looks gorgeous and uh, there's some great music in it and like when when you like finish a level the white ball like turns and sings the, the theme song at you and like it's fun like it's you know and it's and it's of all the all the games that Adult Swim have put out on Switch so far, it's the most Adult Swim, for sure. sure. Um, which I really appreciate. And, I, and I, Like, yeah, I think the animation is sick. But uh, the whole say- time I was playing it, I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, you haven't finished Golf Story. Right. You should go and finish Golf Story because this will scratch the same itch with the kind of, you know, classic lining, yeah. lining up kind of, uh, you know, sport mechanic. But there's a lot more depth to that game and you'll be a lot more satisfied in playing it. Sure. Whereas this is like a, oh, I've got five minutes spare... And this is an app game, essentially. Right, you right. Know, it's, a, it's a really great iPhone game on your Switch. Right. Would you say it's funny? Yeah, it's super. Fu- I mean, you, yeah, you, every time you go to a new level, you, you'll laugh at how stupid okay. like the, 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 the table is. Like, you know, where are all these cold dang balls now? Um, <laughs> all right. I do not. Regret
2: my purchase. No, I, I, I don't think. I, will not I dare be throwing say
1: my switch in the bin tonight. No, definitely. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone who bought this would regret it. I think it's a it's a, it's a great game. I just I I was expecting a little bit more sure. from it. A little bit even medium. though even though it does offer a, a lot for, for for your money. Right, right.
2: Yeah. Now to a game that is ironically super solid, but called Hollow Knight.
1: Yes, Hollow Knight. Um, Segway. Holy Night, I'm, I'm calling it, it's got, I, 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 I've said this with other every other game I've loved this year I said it about Celeste, I said it about Owlboy, I said it about God of War I'm saying it for Holy Night, game of the year oh. And I cannot fathom a game being more loved by me this year Okay, I don't think there's much else that could potentially usurp it There's uh, Spider-Man, there's Super Smash Brothers, and there's Red Dead And I don't, I don't think Red Dead will do it um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Red Dead. Red Dead was previously my. Like, I think no, no, no. the I, first one in my in my top five Dead, at Redemption all Redemption is incredible. Yeah, but
2: I think we both have fears about Red
1: Dead Two. I um, just don't know what what Naughty. No, 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 fucking uh, uh, Rockstar are yeah. going to do as a company in 2018. It's 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 worrying me.
2: Yeah, it's been it's been five years of GTA Online, like.
1: No, it's not even that. It's like their their tendency to tell stories. Like I didn't like the GTA five story at but all. But not
2: not not that. I'm saying their their business model is now moving towards games as a service. Yeah. My worry is that they will cheat the single player experience on Red Dead to set up GTA online or Stagecoast, stagecoach theft online. Like <laughs> a Western world that you can live out your cowboy, you know, frontier fantasies on. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. I want to play through a killer 20 to 30 hour single player campaign.
1: I'm I'm sure we'll still get that. I just, whether or not like my tastes have changed or whatever since then, um, I think Spider-Man is going to be absolutely brilliant. But it's also like that kind of game is always a like solid nine out of 10. Yeah. Um, But uh, who knows? It could be, it could like, I mean, Spider-Man two, one of my favorite um, PS2 games. So, uh, and as Smash brothers,
2: I think it'll be fun. It'll but be, it'll like be, it
1: could well be the best Smash Brothers game. But sure. Smash Brothers is not my favorite Nintendo sure, game. Sure, exactly. I love I, it.
2: I think it'll be, it'll be a, it might be series defining, but it won't be year defining.
1: Yeah, and even as a series definer I'll, we'll, I'll still have played it before close yeah. enough you yeah. know this is just collects everything that I've loved about it sure. anyway whatever still talk about these other fucking games yeah Let's talk about Hollow Knight a game I've never talked about before <laughs> uh, so this game is $17.50 on the Australian eShop that is well within my comfort range John do you know what my uh, play count is like my hour no I don't but can I can I guess yeah go for it ah <sighs> 150 hours No It's 62 hours
2: All right. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Alright
1: <laughs> But like you know Breath of the Wild I think Try Even it. with the uh, DLC I, I think I would have hit Like 120 130 sure. maybe Maybe even less than that But uh, Holy Night for, for A game that Like I bought it on Steam I played the first hour I really liked it Even though it beat my ass I was like I enjoy this I don't like playing games On my laptop I know it's coming To Switch at some point I can wait I feel like if I gave it half an hour longer on Steam, I would have gotten to the point that I am now with it. Right? Because this game absolutely won me over. Like it has, it has so much charm to it. It's it's been uh, developed by uh, a very small Australian team, Team yeah. Cherry, um, and uh, it was a, a kickstarted game uh, that like raised like you know like, like, a, like a hilariously low amount of money. When you sure. see what you know, other very buzzed about Kickstarter games that end up being Hollow Experiences. Oh, Um, I think this is like the most beloved of all of the, uh, you know, Kickstarter games. Yeah. Um, I think what what else you'd have? You'd have Shovel Knight in there. Shovel Knight's in there. And uh, I guess A Hat in Time or something like that. Broken Age. Uh, But uh, yeah, so uh, Hollow Knight is... It's it's a it's a Metroidvania platformer where you play a bug, um, and uh, you're kind of like told at the start of the game about this like amazing city um, that was so fantastic in the past, and then you get there and it's like this decrepit mess. Yeah, and uh, people still are called to the city in spite of them knowing it's a it's a it's a ruin down there, and there's an infection uh, spreading throughout the kingdom below you. Um, and basically, it is like you know, it's it's my my favorite thing about Breath of the Wild was the level of exploration. You would uh, you would try to travel as far as you could without dying, and then you entered a, an area that that you'd never seen before, and you, you didn't know where you were because you didn't have a map for that area yet. And then in the middle of of of, of the of the terrain, you see in the distance a tower, yeah, and then you climb up the tower. And you, you know, you, you you save at the top of the tower, and voila, you now have access. You yeah. now have the map for that area. And well before I got into the into the story of Breath in the Wild, I spent the first twenty hours of, of my time in that, in that game unlocking the entire map for the entire game,
2: which is a great thing to do. That's what I did as well.
1: I just like that. That for me, and then you know, then you would then treat yourself to exploring each area in depth and finding new secrets yeah. within each of those areas. Um, Hollow Knight presents a similar thing. Obviously, this is a 2D platformer, so it's very, very different from uh, Breath of the Wild's 3D landscapes. Um, but yeah, Hollow Knight, you have to find someone to buy a map off. Yeah. Um, and you, you get coins or geo by uh, killing enemies and collecting the geo that explodes from out of them when they die.
2: Ah, oh, capitalism simulator. That's beautiful.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, that's how I make my money <laughs> killing people and getting their coins. Uh, but. Whenever you find this guy, Cornifer is his name. Um, you will like you're in a new new area. The enemies are tougher. The hazards are more plentiful and dangerous. You're down to one thing of health, but then you start hearing Cornifer humming, and he's got this like really pleasant, <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck, the map cunt's here!" <laughs> and you've got to go, and like you've got to go and, and and find Cornifer, and 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 you buy the map, and then you have. For the rest of the game, you have unlocked that area's map. Cornifer the map, map current. <laughs> <laughs> Ballad and his oh. song is his song is Ballad of the Map count <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um and so like that is my favorite thing to do in a game is exploration. Yeah. And I and you know, I, like you know, you would have gotten a little bit of that with Mario Odyssey for sure. 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 But I think nothing beats For me, Breath of the Wild, um, that that mix of like fear and curiosity—you're like, fuck, I can go two screens further, or like, you know, I can explore past those trees or that cave. But like, I'm on low health. I know that the the enemies are going to take two hearts from me every time they hit me. Fuck it, I'm going to do it, and the reward of. Just getting a map that shows you where you are yeah. in, in in relation to the greater map and like you know lets you know the name of the place that you are and all that like so rewarding and so much fun uh, so that 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 became like the main gameplay loop, and then he doesn't give you the full map because he hasn't explored area everywhere. sure, so you've got to then explore what amount the, the small amount of map he's given you, and then it, the map fills out as you as you visit it and then hit, hit back and save yes. Yeah. So look, I, I knew this was like a, a going to be a solid Metroidvania game. Um, and like every other Metroidvania that you'll find on my top 10 list, which I'll talk about uh, later in the show, uh, is a like, you know, 10 to 15 20 tops hour mm-hmm. hour long adventure experience. I'm talking like Owlboy, even like Celeste is like, you know, I think I clocked 7 8 hours on Celeste. I probably um, did double that, but I'm bad <laughs> at platformers. <laughs> um, I could actually I could
2: tell you. I'll look um, into that while you talk.
1: Uh, but yeah so I was like you know I was I I was really I didn't really have any expectation for it to be longer than that. What did you how-
2: 35 hours 35 <laughs> hours that's long. what the fuck <laughs> I'm bad at platforming. <laughs> 7 or 8 fuck you. <laughs> um but- <laughs> This podcast is over.
1: <laughs> um Maybe you'll be way better at pull packs. That's, pa- pool panic that's than why me. I thought you did
2: 150 hours on Hollow Knight. Yeah. My, my scale for this is wildly yeah. off.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like uh, midway through this game, or like, you know, even like 10 hours in, I was like, oh my God, I've barely scratched the surface of this. Because, like, you have like a slight imprint of how big you know the map is going to be. Mm. And I'd only filled out like three of the 15 oh. areas in it. And, like, you know there the the enemies in this are fucking tough this this game this game like the tutorial section is is really really uh you know it it, it tells you what to do and then it just re- releases you in this huge open 2D world okay um and doesn't really tell you where to go there are ways you can get hints but like you know you're essentially finding you're walking until you hit a wall that right. you know you won't be able to jump over until you get an upgrade, or that you know you won't be able to kill until you, uh, you know, level up or even just get better. Right. Um sure. There's like a vague story to this game. I was going to ask. It's told through like lore and like you know wordless cutscenes, and also like little conversations you have with all these different bugs that you meet on the way. Um, so I, I, like, I knew that this was going to like. About like five hours in, I was like, "I this is going to be one of those games that I 100%. 100%. I have 100% of this game. I've gotten two of three endings. Um, however, with the, the DLC that's been added, two free DLC of three DLC editions. Um, uh, all, all free? All free. Hot damn. Um, it's currently at 107%. Right. So I'm now at 105%. Um, and I have two challenges yet left. Uh, the, the final boss and final ending is left for me to get. And also there is like a Colosseum. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a there's like three tiers at the Colosseum. And the final one is the, called The Trial of the Fool. And it is fucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I have said every challenge that I've faced so far is fucked. Right. But and I've yet. managed to beat and it. And um, And like there's just... There's, there's so much depth to this game, to the gameplay. You know, you have... Every button, like, you know, it's the opposite of Bomb Chicken where every every button in Bomb Chicken just lays a bomb. Every button in in uh, Hollow Knight, just like, it's a completely different ability or spell. Sure. And it's not just the button. It's when you hold the direct different directions okay. for each of the buttons, it does something different. Um, you know, the shoulder buttons do different things. You unlock different upgrades to the upgrades that, that turn a simple dash into a, into a deadly weapon that, that can be like the make or break for certain boss battle battles. Awesome. I-
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
1: I just, I I cannot, like, I I understand that this game is definitely not for everyone, especially if you're someone that doesn't, that gets turned off of difficult games. Sure. I think this game is the most, like, I've not played Dark Souls. So, obviously, like, like this, for me, I don't think there's been a game that has been more rewarding for me to get good at. Right. In my life. Right. And <laughs> all the games I've played, like, I just, like, you know, the, 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 even, like, the first tough boss fight, um, against this, uh, like, she's almost such like a secondary character, this brilliant character in the game called Hornet, who has amazing music. When I first went up against her, and you do so before you get any substantial upgrades, yeah, it is just entirely skill-based sure. getting past her. And it's one of those, you know, it's a boss battle in a platformer game where, like, you know, if you've grown up on Nintendo games, it's, you know, you jump on the thing three times and then yep. the boss is dead. Hooray, next. Yes. this It's like a seven-minute-plus boss battle. Cool. Where like you were like you are dodging, you you are memorizing and and, and, and learning her tells before yeah. she attacks, and again it's like you know it is a huge amount of luck to it because every boss fight is completely different, even though like the tells are the same, the order in which she attacks right. is always completely different so depending gotta, on where you are. You
2: got to look for those tells a lot harder.
1: Yeah, and then they're like there are some bosses later that don't have any tells at all. It's fucked up. You're just right. gotta, like you're just gonna dash to the last moment, hoping, hope, fingers crossed at all times. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, and like you, you get all these different charms. Um, that allowed like different abilities. Okay. Um, like some might be health buffers, some might be strength buffers, and then there are like weirder ones like, uh, you know, if you equip this charm, three spiders will follow you around and they'll attack anything that they see that comes near you. Okay. Um, one of them you get after you beat someone called the Dung Defender, uh, just covers you in dung and you stink and anyone that comes in your radius starts getting damaged by the stink. Amazing. Yeah. and It's just like they, they, there's, there's weird things like that. Every area is... Is completely different and unique And the style to it is It's like I cannot believe this game is $17.50 Sure Like you honestly like You've wasted Every single person listening right now Has wasted seventeen fifty On far worse things than a game That it might be too difficult for them
2: I actually did some calculation Just yep. a second ago So you put 62 hours in Yep You're now at 28 cents an hour
1: That's fucking unbelievable
2: it's 28 cents for an hour of entertainment for this game That's Probably, that's among the cheapest.
1: And like- from what I've read, it's going to take me about three hours to beat this final boss. Right. And there's going to be an... Ex- an ex- and there's still dream variations of certain boss battles that I could, if I was a madman, do that don't um, that, that don't, that don't uh, add to the completion. Sure. Um, and there's going to be more DLC, which I guess will bump it up to 110% at the end of August. So that's right. I'm going to be talking about this game next month too. <laughs> Dumber. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, the entire next episode is the last three percent of Hollow Knight.
1: The music is unbelievably good, sure, and so much so that I bought a double picture disc vinyl uh, release of beautiful. I packaging. bought it because it looks incredible. Yeah, it's amazingly it packaged for like you know, the, and it, it's made in fucking Adelaide. Yeah, by two guys that don't even have like an online presence. Be I like I, I, I want to. They only have a Team Cherry Twitter account, but like. I'm trying to find these guys because I want to know what like what their influences are. Yeah. I want to know what what music influenced the game, what games influenced the game. Is there I shall, want, is, like is
2: there an email address for
1: like? There is. I'm. I think I'm going to make it like a dream for either this podcast or even like a video series that I might pitch to someone sure. to try and get made. Like I think this is like I tweeted the other night. This is the proudest i've been I saw of a piece too. of australian media since like unit by regurgitator yeah i wanted to say slightly odd way by jebediah because i like that album more sure but i thought more people would be familiar with unit by regurgitator That's true um also put maybe put the McAuliffe program in there as well yep no, I'll, I'll pay that as <laughs> this well. is like but it is just like there are a few things like you know like i love living in australia but the majority of media output makes me cringe oh 100 percent and uh, I feel like in the last year we've been spoiled for amazing uh, games made by Australia, like these small Australian studios um, you know, and I remember reading like these you know pieces Especially lamenting
2: in a, a relatively hostile well, that's what I mean. business environment yeah. in Australia for games. So I was
1: gonna say like yeah, I remember reading all these like, you know, pieces lamenting like all these old video game studios, but it was like the best thing they would make would be like, you know, like a crash bandicoot GBA yeah. game or whatever. Like
2: It was it was look, outposts of large American developers. Well it's like yeah,
1: like a st- THQ Australia or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, I'm like, look, fuck, I'm not I'm not shitting on these dev teams or anything like that, but like not. they weren't putting out games that were considered masterpieces, no. essentially. And like, you know, I understand that like, you know, you got to fucking put food on the table first and foremost, but like sure. I just, I, I, Team Cherry deserve your fucking money. Yeah. Give them your money. This game is such unbelievably good value. It's a game that like, in spite of me finishing it to 170%, hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. I, yeah. I I'm, I'm, don't know if I'll be able to get that last 2%, but I'm going to try Um I just I, this is a game that I could potentially play again in a few years and love every minute of. Yeah, it's a game I can't wait to get my kids into. Oh, and
2: awesome. it's a game yeah.
1: that, like, I, you know, I, I, the coolest thing about Breath of the Wild was that I had twenty close friends or, or listeners that I that I kept in touch with that were also playing it, and that at any given point we were all doing completely different things. Um, at the same time In this enormous game And then like the stories That came out of Like oh man Did you find the skeleton horse? Did you get this thing? Did you get like You know all these Like weird th- things And tales It was like this Like you know It really felt like We were adventurers yeah. And like you know Sharing this folklore That we learnt on our Grand b- adventure And like you know Everyone had different tales To tell based on What they played And I get that same feeling that's, With Hollow Knight And this great. is a game Made by like a You know Incredibly small team In yeah. fucking Adelaide
2: Yeah Fuck <laughs> It'd be good to Because um, I mean You might mention Some of the other ones On the top 10 That's coming up Later in the set But like Golf Story That's Australian Yeah definitely uh, Florence Which we've discussed Previously That's Australian no, game, Yeah um,
1: uh, Death Squared Which is on my Honourable yep, mentions that's uh, cool, thank you Death We'll discuss that very soon Australian, Australian uh, team. Sonic, Sonic Mania Australian developer Yep Um, um and uh, there's one more one that I really like as well.
2: Um, there's a great one that will be coming up called Dead Static Drive by okay. a guy out of, of uh, Victoria. Yep. Um, yeah, I th- like Adventure Pals.
1: Adventure Pals. Half, yeah. half of that team is, uh, um, is Australian too.
2: And that's why that's why I, I genuinely think we should take a trip down to PAX Oz later in the year because it will be all the Australian devs. Yeah, yeah. And there's shitloads of them. Like the. <laughs> yeah. The one I went to last year had the Indie Alley, and it's just like these guys are all Australian devs. There's like thirty games. I would shown like. Here.
1: I would be so fucking lame if I met the Team Cherry guys. Yeah, <laughs> I just I like I look. I if you, would...
2: That's the thing. If you want an interview, if they're there, that's how it
1: happens. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
2: I'll handle the interview.
1: Look <laughs> 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 at this! Look at this! Oh, I can't wait for you to pop my Team Cherry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good to meet
2: you thank you so much (laughs) i'm sorry i called him the map cunt (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no um look i'm really like i had the same experience with you with hollow knight on steam i played a couple of hours and like oh this is really cool i think i ran into my issue was oh i suck at this game all right um but I think playing on something like the Switch—it's
1: a perfect portable p- Switch game, with man. With
2: controls that are more forgiving, it is beautifully than, mapped to the Switch as well. Like, than yeah, aforementioned shitty Logitech controller—I could upgrade that, but yeah.
1: Well, what um, I like about it, and you don't really hear many people talk about sing the praises of the split D-pad on the um on the Joy-Con. Sure, this is a game that really benefits from that. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people like you know miss the fact that there's a, you know that there's not a proper D-pad on the uh, on the Joy-Con, but I think some of the tricky inputs for some of the moves on this it really really benefits from having proper split directional controls.
2: Yeah. Um, the- Handheld on
1: the way too. I've I've played like fucking twenty minutes of this game docked.
2: I literally like I've I've had this Switch for a few weeks. I only just... Because I tried to set up the dock and it just wouldn't work.
0: That's weird. I was like, yeah, oh, fuck it. It's one thing. But that's <laughs> the
2: thing. I had the TV on right. just then, dropped the switch into charge, and it immediately switched over to the HDMI input that the switch is on yep. and yeah. popped up on screen. Yeah. I was like, oh. So took, now it Took works? the thing out of the cradle immediately. It was like, oh, back to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm loving it handheld. I, I'm look, absolutely... Dude, I,
1: I regularly... Will like sit down in front of my TV and play my Switch handheld, <laughs> and and like the only reason I played an hour of it uh, uh, hand, uh, on dock the other day was because I'd run out of battery and I had to yeah. I had to charge it so I was like fuck it, I'll still play it on TV. Um, I just find it like for for a, a platformer which is you know fucking eighty percent of the games I play on Switch, it's uh I need the precision that comes with yeah. having the screen in front of my face. Yeah, uh, yeah. And this this sounds dumb, but
2: um, it's. It is a it is a console that allows me to be on the couch with my wife. She, my wife, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even prompt you. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. Um, yeah, that she could be watching something on TV and I can be on my Switch. Like, I have an Xbox, I have a PC. If I'm using the PC, I'm sitting at the dining table away yep. from my wife. If I'm using the Xbox, she's not on the couch because she doesn't want to watch that. You're still stuff.
1: sharing body warmth. Yeah. It counts as hanging out.
2: Indeed. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. Hollow Knight is definitely something I'm gonna like. I think after Odyssey, I'm gonna play through a few small games. It's a, yeah, exactly. Like, like by, fuck, they're all small games. But play through like, I'll give. They're Paul all Panic- those small games. Oh, um, roll credits. Um, yeah, I want to play through like. Pool Panic Which I'll play probably 30-40 levels of And then be like Okay cool I've kind of like yeah, that's, I'll, that's I'll what pick this i I, I, like, I'll pick I feel like I was too
1: hard bit. on that But that's definitely a game I'm going to dip back into Yeah But I, I
2: need I need to play a couple of like Snack
1: Yeah, like, like, You need snack, some snacks Snack, snack need some motherfucking games snacks. Like Holy Night will fucking suck you in It'll be, yeah. all, you, it'll be all you think about for it, For at least a month
2: Exactly But I need like I'm coming off like you know 550 moons On Odyssey, on Odyssey Probably pick up Another 200 Before I go Like I'm comfortable With that Yeah um, Yeah I'm gonna need Some snacks And then I'll dive Back into like I've also got Mario and Rabbids Just sitting there Oh dude
1: Holy moly Like, Would you get the Deluxe one with the DLC I don't know Cause you probably, you're, gonna, you're gonna Want that too
2: Probably not It's half price But the D- the DLC Is the Donkey Kong Right Yeah yeah it's I'll, so In that case I'll, like, I'll Pick the DLC up At but, I mean, some yeah,
1: point yeah I mean play through The game first yeah. And come back to it You know Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean that's But even like now I've got to weigh up Hollow Knight versus Mario Rabbids.
1: But, yeah. Like, to give you an idea, I 100 percented Mario Rabbids. Okay. And then I, um, uh, I got the DLC, the, the main DLC that came out last, yeah. last month. And then spent like the next week, just that's all I played. Okay. And then, uh, I, but I didn't know her 100% that. Sure. I was just like, it was it's a little bit tougher than the, than the main game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a lot of people were actually put off by how easy the main game was. Um, but... Uh, yeah, this is... I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm moving sure. on. I need to play more games. Sure. 100% something else. 100%, why 100% when you can 107%? <laughs> 7%. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I've, I've spoken at length about um, Holy Night. Yep. And it, I'm just going to get it out of the way. That game is on my top 10 games, indie games on the Switch. Excellent.
2: Let's launch straight in. Is it ranked? Uh, no. Right. So this is a collection of 10 games Every Switch owner should consider having having in their library.
1: Yes, that's right. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, thank you so much to Jake for the suggestion. Um, and uh, before we get into the top 10, I want to go through my honorable mentions. Right. Um, if you want, want any information about any of these games, uh, let me know. Sure. John. Sure. Uh, so, first up is uh, a game that I've never played, but I know everyone loves and will be very angry that I didn't include in my top 10. And that's Stardew Valley.
2: Yep. I've played the shit out of it on Steam. You put like I, uh, 300 hours into it, right? Oh, uh, no, that's that's now I have to check, but no, I think um 600 hours. 600. Oh, I'm some playing it right now. Um where is it? Stardew Valley, 173 hours. Yep. Um that's yeah, look it's amount. it's it's a game that it is it is a beautifully simple game that will suck you in because there's so much shit to do in it. Like each and every it's it's a kind of daily thing and every day finishes giving you the perfect opportunity to go, I'll put this down, but you go, I'm going to be digging up these vegetables tomorrow and my, my sheep will be ready for shearing. i will got to play this next day. Okay, cool. It's great. Um, I, I said when I, when I kind of got to a point where I was ready to put Stardew down on, Swi- on Steam that I'd pick it up again on Switch. I think I can still leave it probably a year and a bit. Okay. Like that's that's on my that's deep in my back burner.
1: Okay, cool. Um one day I'll get it. Um, I just for whatever reason, I'm like, I don't need to play that game. I I know what a time yeah, suck that'll be. So. I
2: when I first picked it up, I played it for an hour and went like, eh and then read about it in Blood Sweat and Pixels and was like, I gotta give this dude I gotta like fuck this dude put in some effort. Like yeah. I gotta give him a second chance on this. And then two and a half, three hours in I was like, Fuck, okay, I get this now. This this has clicked with me. All right, Stardew Valley.
1: Uh, then we got a glut of, uh, of Metroidvanias. There are a ton of great Metroidvanias on the Switch. Awesome. And uh, the most Metroid-y of all of them is Axiom Verge, which is another okay. one-man show. Uh, it's, it's on different other platforms. It looks just like Super Metroid. Um, I've put two hours into it, and uh, I don't know why it didn't grab me, but it didn't, and I know a lot of people love it, so it's sure. an honorable mention.
2: It, it's, I've definitely seen the name gets bandied around a lot.
1: Uh, another one uh, just like it is, uh, uh, in fact, Way Forward have, re- have released a number of uh, what you would call Metrovanias. Okay. Uh, and uh, the top of those that list is uh, there's a few Shantae games on the Switch. The best of those is Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Right. Uh, I'm going to do a Shantae special at some point in the future of all the small games. Sure. As, if if at, any, at any time people just stop releasing other games, I'll boil all those. Right. Um, and also, they put out a very underrated game called The Mummy Demastered. Sure. Which is like a kind of classic Metrovania, except you play like a Merc with like an arsenal of weapons. Yeah. Um, searching for the mummy and every time you die, um, you have to fight your the dead your dead self who comes back reincarnated uh, as a new merc. Cool. Pretty fun stuff. Um also uh shouts to everything Nicholas has uh put onto the switch so far, uh including not but not limited to blinding of Isaac, It'll do too, V V V V V V, uh the end is nigh and Ikaruga.
2: <laughs> I never knew it was pronounced with it like ascending in tone v <laughs>
1: Um, uh, those are all great games. Sure. Um, and uh, the one criticism, um, and also Tiny Barbarian, is in the great game as well. Uh, Nicholas, very a lot of their games are, uh, especially for like like compared to what, how much they are on like Steam, etc. That their Switch prices are pretty expensive. Okay. So um, they've 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 had a big sale in the past, and I bought everything on sale then because they're nice. they're all games that I really want. Um, you you'll notice that one of their most beloved games is not... I didn't include in that honourable mention. Mm. It'll be showing up later. Oh. Um, some uh, multiplayer games that I really loved. Um, Death Squared. Thank you. A very, very good game that John uh, worked, worked was, as a writer on. Was,
2: was involved in, yeah. Uh,
1: and so while the the witty dialogue that you hear um, as you play um, is very, very good uh, and reason enough to play, the uh, the gameplay loop and playing that with, with friends, uh, you basically control a bunch of cubes um, and, you know, have to... Walk across like different triggers and basically get to different parts of the level safely, yes, um, with all kinds of hazards trying to shoot or destroy you. Um, definitely
2: is one of those games where you die to learn
1: exactly, yeah, and it's super fun when you die. It's you know, the game makes fun of you, it's funny. Um, uh, another game is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time.
2: Yep, I've played this one on Xbox, uh huh.
1: A great uh, multiplayer game where you and up to four others can play, uh, control a spaceship. Um, it's really, really cute um, pink visuals. Um,
2: I think that's definitely an episode we should do later at some point is... Multiplayer indie games games, games. games that benefit from other people.
1: Definitely. Um, what else have we got on I'm this gonna, massive uh, list?
2: While, while we're putting... While you, with the top 10, I'm just getting it set up, but I want to work out dollar value for, like, how much does it cost to buy the whole top 10? Oh, wow. I'm curious. Okay. Because think about it. That's like... That's 10 indie games... Which I'm gonna guess will equal out to be about the cost of two AAAs. Okay, cool. All right, so yeah. you've already got Hollow Knight. night. Knight, yeah, Okay, sweet. Which we know is coming. But
1: all right, cool. Um, specifically, so honorable mentions. I just burn through these: The Adventure Pals, awesome platformer. Battle Chef Brigade, a great adult swim, uh, kind of like a adventure puzzle game, like
2: Tetrisy almost.
1: Uh, match three. Match three. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but um, but also with an element of like platforming because you yeah. got to hunt the animals before and, you kill and them. Combat and whatnot. It's very fun.
2: Played played fifteen minutes of it on steam the other day right and i got a bit confused like i got to my first thing of like Get over fifty coins for this meal, and it let me drop the thing, and then it was like twenty four, and I was like, I don't understand what the fuck just happened. So I think when I go back again on Switch, I'm going to pay more
1: attention. Yes, you really need to. It's a, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of mechanics in that game, and, yeah. and and actually, like it gets very tough later on in the in the game. Oh, cool. I hate that there's a timer. I wish there wasn't a timer. Right. Um, Blossom Tales is an awesome top-down uh, Link to the Past-esque Zelda game, Zelda-ish game. Okay, spoken uh,
2: which- about. Ep two, yeah, I I think think so.
1: Um, West of Loathing, awesome, a stick figure RPG. Um, I I realize there's not really any RPGs on my list, Um, so yeah, West of Loathing.
2: You haven't, Uh, yeah, have you gone in on that yet? No, No.
1: I I plan to at some point. I just know you love it, and uh, it's really good. good It's
2: really good. Highly recommend.
1: uh, Darkest Dungeon, another RPG that I know is loved by all. I've got it on PS4. I've played a little bit on there. I know it would be perfect on the Switch.
2: That's the one where like, it's it's very hard, and that your characters suffer from like mental. You're, due to the environment They're in The characters get Like mental illnesses Which changes the gameplay Yeah that's yeah, right Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, It's a game that I, You can see I can see myself Losing hours and hours too. Sure. Yeah uh, And uh, finally Enter the Gungeon Which is a game That uh, I played A few hours of On uh, PS4 And uh, it was Half price On the Switch eShop Last week
2: Yeah I picked it up I For think. eight bucks Nice I think um, I'll, I'll Grab that one as well
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Real good stuff uh, So Top ten Hollow Night. Fucking drum, drum roll Hollow Night. It's just Hollow Night Ten times everybody Yeah John, did you know that Hollow Knight? It's not the only night on the Switch eShop. Ah, oh, of course, I'm talking about his good friend Fortnite, <laughs> 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 and Fortnite's long lost cousin, Shovel Knight.
2: Hey, there we go.
1: The number two game on my have list.
2: You, you still haven't played Fortnite, have you?
1: Have you? No, I've got it on my Switch. I, just, I, I like. I just. Like, I, I, I. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I just can't be fucked yeah. it's, I've I've
2: played enough that I like. don't get me wrong I am sorry for this tangent I think it is a super impressive game I think it has like the marketing is amazing the way they're doing kind of story stuff in game is incredible it's just I've experienced the gameplay loop the whole battle royale thing does really well I don't need to play it again yeah
1: I like multiplayer games where I'm in the same room as the people I'm playing against yes um, and uh, online multiplayer games just have not grabbed me yet yeah uh,
2: um, I will say this, uh, uh, fellow virtual pal, Pete Galmers, very highly recommends playing squad mode. Like it's super fun when it's oh, just four of your friends kicking around is. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I just like, that's just something I've never, I don't have a headset. Yeah. Um, and,
2: uh. Which I think th- that's the cool thing with the Switch, I think is playing on Switch, you can get four people in the room you might thrash the shit out of your internet connection. So mm-hmm. you wait
1: will. for the NBA. I, and that's another reason why I, I'm hesitant to get into online gameplay. Like yeah. Australian internet sucks dick. Yeah. Um, okay. Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. Uh, Shovel Knight, specifically Shovel Knight Treasure Trove um, is uh, an awesome, uh, awesome uh, throwback platformer. Um, it's available on like fucking everything Um, And I feel like a lot of games are available on most platforms that I'm talking about um, in this top 10 list, but my argument is that the uh, portability of the Switch makes it the superior place for all these indie games, because they're not technological marvels that need the most amazing graphics card or whatever to, to be played at their best. I think these games are played at their best portably. And whenever the fuck you want. And that yes. makes Switch the best place to play them. Yes. Um, so Steam Steamwall Dig Two, it's available on everything from Linux to 3DS to uh, Shovel Knight. What did I say?
2: Steamwall Dig Two.
1: Oops, my bad. <laughs> 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 uh, spoilers yeah. for the rest of my list. Uh, Shovel Knight. Sorry, Shovel Knight's available everywhere, but um, it's a it's a game that kind of, you know, mimics uh, uh like an eight-bit, but it's you know, it's it's a few more bits than eight. Sure. It's, it's it's basically doing what a game made to kind of pay tribute to that era, loving homage, but with a lot more uh, technology and, yeah. and and doing a lot of things that those games were never able to do. You play a knight whose main uh, whose main ability is uh, you know, his main weapon is a shovel, mm-hmm. and he uh, you, you ba- like you you can bounce onto some of your enemies' heads, a la Scrooge McDuck in the Capcom uh, Ducktales game. Yep, um, and uh, yeah, like th- there is like a, a story involved. you you you're trying to save your old friend slash lover slash partner uh, shield knight Um, and you meet all these other knights you basically like go through all these different castles and each castle is completely differently themed there's a different boss at each of of them there's a boss rush mode at the end Um, and uh, it's another one that like you know it's kind of it gets called difficult i don't think it's anywhere near as difficult as something like hollow knight but there is like a learning curve for sure sure um, it's another game like Hollow Knight that has an incredible amount of uh, DLC content. Yeah. Um, if you buy the Treasure Trove edition, which is uh, available on the Switch, um, you get um, access to all the DLC packs, which are essentially like entirely new games. And uh, my favorite of those, which I think is even better than the first game, is called Spectre of Torment, sure. in which you play one of the enemies that you go up against in the first uh, Shovel Knight game. And uh, his combat is just completely different to the way Shovel Knight uh, holds himself. But the story in that game and the way it tells the story through a series of flashbacks that you play in between every three of the main levels, okay. which you can choose at random, which I think is a really cool like, uh, throwback to Mega Man. Nice. Uh, I just think is, is just excellent video game storytelling.
2: This, from memory, when we've discussed it before on the pod... Uh there's one more bit of DLC coming. Yes, that's King, right. King Knight,
1: King King of Hearts. Okay. King of Cards. King, of, King cards. of Cards is coming out very soon, and it's a you know a new level pack and a card game as well. Oh right. Which is sick. I think it's really 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 yeah. cool. So this is yeah, and it's a beautiful looking game. The the soundtrack is unbelievable if you like chip tune music. Um, in, in fact, features like veteran composers uh, lending their hand to some of the tracks on there too. Cool. Um, it's a like you. You. It's a game that everyone should play at some point in their lives, mm. especially if you're a platform lover like me. Um. So yeah, it, it absolutely deserves this spot on the list. All of these, like these first six, I'm going to go through. I can't see a world in which they're not on the top ten best indies on Switch list. By the way, ever. I mean, it would be great if there were if there was sure. a world because that would mean a whole bunch of ga- new yeah, better games. Better but games. but yeah. these are like these are these are classics. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh. And so yeah. I mean, how much is how much is uh. uh Thirty-two fifty. dollars 50 50 okay, yep. cool. It's worth every penny. It's uh, nice. Even though that makes it one of the most expensive games on the list, yep. um, you are getting, at this point, three games to the price of one, and then eventually you'll get four games to the price of one because of all the DLC um, adding to entirely new campaigns.
2: I have, I have played Shovel Knight. I've got Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. I have played an embarrassing 65 minutes yeah. on on Steam. So Switch is where it's. I'm going to go
1: to 10 Platformers minutes. Platformers in general, man. Like, yeah, it's yeah. So, so good on there. Uh, so uh, another platformer is one we've talked about a million times, and that is Celeste. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Do we really need to talk any more about Celeste? It's a it's a it's I an don't... excellent game with an excellent soundtrack with a great story. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of the year so far. Um, it's it's challenging. Uh, it's a platformer in which you don't have a weapon. You're essentially just playing this uh, uh, girl making her way up a mountain, and the mountain represents all of her fears about herself and her anxieties and uh, as you climb up that mountain you face tougher enemies and you overcome them and you get up that motherfucking mountain yeah
2: and god it feels good when you do
1: and there are strawberries but you don't have to collect them
2: no unless um, you want to change the outcome of one cut scene at the end of the game
1: the uh, the soundtrack is one of my most listened to uh, pieces of music of the year
2: great soundtrack uh,
1: and uh this is another game with an insane amount of post-game content. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, within each of the level that you play in the main game, you find a tape deck, sorry, a cassette, yep. and that unlocks the B, the Celeste B sides. And then once you finish all those, there are the Celeste C sides, and they are, uh, are.
2: That's where you just take a nice trip. Yeah, to the beach. you fucking wish, <laughs>
1: brother. It's the most. It's the most insane platforming challenges you've ever seen. Which, if you play in the main game, you're like, how much harder could it possibly get? Fuck you, B sides <laughs> and C sides.
2: Hard. Yeah, um, I I did I finished Celeste. Uh, I did not do the B sides. I did not do the C sides. I got through like you laughed at me before. It Took a fucking hundred and something hours to do. One hundred and thirty five. Uh, yeah, I'm was not, it just thirty
1: five? It wasn't um, one hundred and thirty five. Come actually, on, brother. Could
2: be, sorry, you could <laughs> be right. Um, no, it was. I put a hundred and seventy three into Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Yeah, thirty five hours, hours into Celeste. I think 35 hours is. I don't don't need to do no seasides. But there's even like throughout the levels you can find really hidden, I want to say bells, but that's not right. But it's what, because when you reach the top of the mountain, there's then a next bit, which is where you can go to the heart of the mountain. That's right. Yeah. But you need to collect very hard to find things in some of the levels to unlock various gates that allow you into the mountain. And it changes like that does a massive change to because i think in the b-sides and c-sides you've got the same platforming mechanics as the rest yeah, that's of the right game. yeah um from what i've seen in the mountain like you can't refresh your double dash oh god so it's a lot more tactical about when you use that kind of thing which yep. no thanks yeah i'm good <laughs> i made it to the top but of yeah, the mountain if, if
1: you were someone that loves a challenge like celeste is, 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 is yeah. great but also like you know i think it is a game that like you can teach yourself to play, even if you're not a skilled platformer player. Yeah. Um, and uh, the story is uh, is, is addictive. Yeah, I, it had me hooked very, very quickly. Well told. Yeah. Um, so now, uh, SteamWorld Dig two. Okay. Another game that we've spent a lot of time talking about on the show. Yep. Made by Image and Form Games. Um, it's the sequel to the initial SteamWorld Dig, also the prequel to SteamWorld Heist. Yep. There's also a SteamWorld. It World- was
2: cool. It was cool reaching. The end of it and seeing them set that up. Yep, yep. There's also right a, another
1: SteamWorld like a uh, like tower defense game as well out there somewhere, but uh, yeah. So SteamWorld Dig Two is just like a a really really solid Metroidvania in which you play a steam powered robot um, who uh, the gameplay loop is you've got to dig far as far down as you possibly can in the world below you, but you run out of uh, of light, so you have to return to the surface to kind of get more light. And then head back, and, and then you sell all the things that you've mined as you've been digging down below, and you get upgrade basically like you know from yeah. The, the story is really fun. The some of the upgrades you get are unbelievable. Yep. Um. One of them is a fucking jetpack. Yep. Every game is improved when you get a jetpack. Yes. Uh. And uh. You know. You upgrade your weapons. You upgrade your means of traversal. Your speed. It's a really really addictive game. Um. And a game that I proudly hundred percented, uh, last year. Define a hundred percent. Uh, It said 100% at the end Like on my save file
2: Okay Because I All the areas in the game I've gotten to 100% Yep uh, Which I guess is Like I found all the secrets What does your save file say? I have no idea Maybe it's different for Switch Than it is for Steam Right Um, Yeah I'm not uh, Like I've got 59% of the achievements In the game
1: Oh maybe I just got achievements I don't even know
2: Yeah Anyway, um, I'm not an achievement hunter.
1: No, me neither. But I, I, that, that game, I just, I, I loved every minute playing with that. Same, sure. as, same as Hollow Knight. Like I don't, even the most tough challenges in those games, I don't see as a chore. That said, yeah. there's one area that you unlock post-game that I was just like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so SteamWorld Dig 2. It's just a, a really, really fun, uh, you know, Metroidvania game with a lot of charm. And uh, I hope they make a third one.
2: Um, yeah, I'd be I'd be really down to see because, that
1: because uh, Steam World Dig Two was just such a leap and bound from the first game. Yeah, and if they build on that even more for a third, that'd be unbelievable. Um, so that is four of the six um, unmovable, uh, like right. you know, like right. just absolute must buys, God tier, God tier. Um, and so we move on to Owlboy, okay. which again is another game that I've talked about uh, on the show. Um, I played that I think earlier this year. I think
2: that's one of the cool things is that a lot of these games are super recent. Yeah. And just proves kind of the strength of the console.
1: And also the strength of these games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I, I think, you know, again, it... it, it the, it would be great to have all these classic Nintendo games on there, but because they don't, they haven't ported them over yet. Mm. I've been finding games that are, you know, similar in theme or in tone, yeah. and loving those. And so now having new games that I love instead of, you know, just replaying Super Metroid hundred times, sure, which I'd love to do at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Al Boy is uh, uh, just a, a brilliant adventure platformer. Like, um, like I, I'm not apologising; it's my favourite genre of game. No, and, by uh, all means, this is another game with an unbelievable story um, in which you play like a, a mute, um, uh, a, like an owl boy. You're a boy who is an owl with wings and everyone's fucking mean to you and picks on you and your dad's a dick or your father figure's a dickhead. But um, <laughs> there's like, you know, Fuck. this is a really, really tragic story happening to the town. Like, you know, the stakes are enormous and uh, you, have, you have to team up with these other players that you meet up and basically you don't have a weapon, but you can pick up, People that do, sure, and uh, that's how you kind of upgrade your way through this world. There are Metroidvania elements to it, but at its heart, it's mostly a game that you know you you, you power through new levels and explore. Uh, there's not too much backtracking like a right. Metroidvania normally would have. You do um, this game story moved me to tears. There is a moment Hot that dang. actually actually really really had me choking up. Uh, on a, uh, I had to like sit down. I was playing it on a train, and then I got off at the station, and then I sat down at the station, played it, on sitting on a chair for like an extra half an hour, so I could get through that part. Nice, um, and, sobbing. Uh, just a really, really satisfying platformer. There's some very, very challenging moments in it, um, and uh, yeah, I loved it. Love nice. that game. Okay. Oh boy, very, very good. Cool. Um, final game of the uh, the top six. The six gods of Switch uh, is Cave Story. Okay. Uh, a Nicholas uh, published game. Uh, a game. Uh, there's old one of the, the oldest game I guess on this list. Uh, sure. Cave Story was. It has uh, been around for a while. Like a fucking super long time. Uh, it was uh, made by Daisuke Amaya, aka Pixel, in 2004, and was a free game for the Windows PC. And since it's been ported to everything, and I think the Switch version is the definitive version. You can uh, sure. You can like there's like museum kind of stuff in there where you can listen to yeah. like the, the soundtrack. There Cave, is,
2: Cave Story Plus.
1: That's right, um, and you can. Uh, you can you know play different modes that make the game look different. You can give different soundtrack options. Um, it just is it's a it's an excellent story based Metroidvania element kind of adventure platformer. Uh, it's got so much heart and character to it. It's impossible to think that that this was made by one dude. Um, I first played it on the Wii. I then played it on my Mac. I then played the 3DS version, which is a really weird 3D version of it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I've played... I haven't played through it in its entirety, but I had to, just had to get it. They, yeah. If you can, check down the special edition that came out in the States only. Um, it was like, the, uh, like a limited run. Uh, initial edition, physical, came with like a, a mini CD soundtrack uh, oh, and a key ring and some other cool shit. Um, and if you love the ca- the game and the characters, like it's totally worth getting yeah. just for that those reasons. The <coughs> this actually has a very emotional story to it as well. Okay, you really root for um, some characters that have a grisly end in the game, um, and there are also ways to save characters, and in doing so, unlocking good and bad endings. Oh. Um, there are also like you know like the way that you level your weapons up. If you're someone that you know, it's just a real Real fan of getting crazy weapons in games. Like, Cave Story has so, so many crazy games, like, and so crazy weapons, sorry. And, like, you, you level them up by collecting the kind of shapes that enemies drop as you kill them. Um, and, uh, one of them, the, when you level it up, it gets worse. Okay. Which is, like, you know, just like really, really, really fun ideas like yeah. that. Um, the story is like you play a, a robot, um, a robot robot boy who finds a gun and then it goes into like a rabbit village and all the rabbits have like betrayed each other and there's this like these flowers that that if they eat they turn into monsters and it's a crazy story yeah it's uh it's 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 a it's in some ways it's because it's, it's a it's a it's a Japanese tribute to like western games in a way but it's still very japanese sure uh
2: i I think this is one that I have played um on pc before right i think i got up to like the final boss battle and it was brutally hard and i was like okay
1: right damn yeah, yeah I, lo- I love this game so much uh I- i've never gotten the good ending so my-, my plan is to one day fire it up on the switch start yeah. at the beginning and uh and get that and, good ending
2: yeah so far the most expensive on the list
1: yeah nicholas uh, i'm fucking around with this yeah, 39.99 uh, they did do a 40 percent is... off sale a couple months ago so if you yeah. want to wait um,
2: Obviously, the final tally that I have for all these games could be wildly changed by Switch sales. Totally
1: worth remembering. And uh, this is a game that could potentially drop permanently, I guess. But uh, I, I, I think it's worth the money. Let's get. I, this- I'm, let- I've I've spent over a hundred dollars on this game. Yeah. B- given how many different versions of it I bought. So Let's far. get
2: this podcast big enough so we have the Nintendo does the all the small
1: games top ten sales. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, great plan. I don't know how we'll do it, but we're going to do it. Uh, so- like, comment, subscribe, guys. Uh, so, a game that I mentioned earlier in uh, in the show was mm-hmm. Golf Story. Yes. And uh, Golf Story is a game, it's my biggest regret on the Switch in that I've not put more time into it. Okay. When I... I, play, I bought it day one immediately after... I, I, I stayed up all night finishing 100%ing SteamWorld Dig 2 the day that Golf Story came out. Nice. And then uh, I flew back from uh, Melbourne to Sydney playing Golf Story for the first time. Uh, it is... Uh, it's a it's a golf it's a kind of like throwback, you know, 16-bit looking uh but like classic, you know, if you've ever played like a golfing game on the NES or the SNES or even like, you know, early early DOS game golf. Yeah. Uh, where you essentially like, you know, you you you're just lining up lines for power and and altitude and taking into into consideration the wind, wind and, yeah. and that kind of thing, but they've added this really really fun and witty uh story to it and you level up and like, you know, you get access to different clubs okay. in the same way that an RPG would give you access to different weapons. Sure. Uh, the clubs do special things? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a really, really clever game. The writing is fantastic. And the amount of variety that this game has to offer is amazing. Yeah. Where I fucked up is that I came to it with my dumb ass fucking... Completion is had on right, and uh, there's a few wonky things in the kind of bonus games it gives you.
2: Okay, um, like bugs or
1: one of them is a bug. Right, I I tried really hard to get through the mini golf stage, but my ball kept getting stuck in the walls, Ugh. and uh, and uh, yeah, it uh it was it was no good.
2: Damn, no, I feel that, um, um...
1: and it was it would just crash. Yeah, bugs.
2: I think it's it's called like indies with bugs because the developers are so much more accessible. Like I I have run into a bug in Far Cry Five. I will never get that bug fixed because it's fucking Ubisoft and they're giant and there's eight hundred thousand people finding tiny different bugs. No, they're not listening to anyone. But in indie, you can hit like I know with Death Squared Having worked on it, anytime anyone ran into a bug and complained about it on the App Store or wrote in and told, you know, Switch or PC or whatever problems, the, the dev team would immediately snap to, like, we're getting that fixed. Yep. And keep everyone updated, like, we've just pushed out an update, we've fixed that. Like, I think indies are much better at handling bugs than AAAs are.
1: Yeah, um, well, I mean, I haven't gone back to it in a long yeah, while. And hopefully. like I said earlier, playing Pool Panic made me go, I need to finish Golf Story. Sure, so I'm sure. go- I, I, that's my plan. I will do that at some point this year.
2: Excellent.
1: Um, another game I mentioned earlier is Yoku's Island Express. Okay. Uh, I spent a good deal of time last episode talking about how much I loved it. It is a Metroidvania with pinball mechanics. Um, and uh, it has a lot of charm to it as well. Um, you play a dung beetle uh, who is rolling a ball around a uh, big kind of open 2D space with lots of little kind of pinball Features in it Like your left and right bumpers Basically So your left control. and right triggers Control the bu- Like different bumpers in the, uh, in the game In the environment It's so much fun There's like fun little boss levels It's a It's a Quite an easy game Yeah In that like There's no real like Kind of permadeath or, Okay or, or like There's no real death in it really Sure um, So it's a really fun cruising game With a nice fun Kind of tropical soundtrack uh, The writing's fun and cute And uh, It's fun playing pinball yeah At the end of the day uh, the, My one annoying thing with that Is that they didn't just Have a pinball board For you to play
2: Yeah That'd pinball be a nice at, fun yeah. little Bonus level or But
1: something. Uh, like yeah it, 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 it sounds like it won't work It does It's great
2: Is that another game That you would be excited To introduce your
1: children to? Fuck yeah Definitely yeah. Because it's not Particularly challenging Sure Yeah um, We've also got uh, Flint Hook Okay Which uh, There's a number of great Roguelike games On the Switch Yeah and I think, for what I look for in a roguelike, which is like the ability to permanently upgrade your equipment and um, and and all that kind of shit, uh, so that when you go back and play again, you don't just die exactly the same point. Yeah, uh, Flintlock has that. It also okay. has amazing visuals, brilliant music, incredible presentation, just wonderful character design. And like again, enemies and the fucking I didn't even mention the coolest thing about the game is that you control you so you have a flint hook that yeah. allows you to traverse all the different rooms. Basically like it's a procedurally generated, um, uh, rogue like kind of game where you uh, board different you're ships. A bounty hunter? Yeah, you're I think. a bounty hunter. And yeah. you've got to chase different bounties. Um, so you've got to, but to get to the to get to the the boss battle, essentially your bounty, you have to uh, go through three ships first and uh, and and basically fight your way through them There's all these different hazards And enemies that are kind of procedurally generated So like no ship is ever the same When you go yeah. into it um, And uh, it's just It's addictive It's great But it's a game that is so frustratingly difficult Every now and then That you'll be like Fuck you I'm not going to play you for a month And then a month later you're like huh, Oh Flint Hook What's Flint-hook. Up? And then you just That's another week of your life gone Cool It's great I love Flint Hook It's so much fun See that's that for me is almost my definition Of a snack game
2: like Definitely. It's a, but it's a snack that you eat over the course of like eight months.
1: <clears throat> so too is my last game on this list. Let's bring it home. Uh, it is the only uh, musical rhythm game uh, okay. on the list. It is a game called Floor Kids. And it's a game that I don't talk about <gasps> right. enough.
2: Right. Um, I've got this on my watch list. I'm very intrigued.
1: Well, Floor Kids come on, got on my watch list because uh, the, uh, got, the soundtrack was done by uh, someone who I used to love when I was a kid called Kid Koala. Of course. A Canadian That's scratch right. DJ. Um, who uh now is kind of best known for contributing a lot of uh uh music to uh, Edgar Wright's soundtrack options he did really? he made all of the um the the songs that baby made in baby driver
2: that makes a lot of sense
1: um but uh yeah so uh Kid Koala did the soundtrack to this great game Floor Kids which is essentially a breakdancing rhythm game where you control one of four characters um and you break dance to a rhythm but it's very free form okay. it's not like one of those like you know Rhythm games piss me off. Like I fucking hate Guitar Hero because if you don't hit the the green the yeah. the green thing it's like fuck you, you suck. Yeah. Um, whereas this is like it's really really freeform and the flow it flows really well. There's like four different kinds of breakdancing you can do by like holding the trigger the the left stick in different directions Okay. and then like kind of like hammering the buttons away and the and the, and then um the left and right triggers like, you know, while, while you're playing and they do different things. And, you know, if you hold, it freezes. Nice. And, like, it's it's really fun. The soundtrack's awesome. Um, while you play, like, a crowd gather – while you dance, a crowd gathers around you. And, like, you know, when you're doing well, they're all hands in the air and bumping around. It goes, like, yo, yo, yo. It's so much fun. Sure. But, like, it's, it's a game that, like, you know, I, I've, I've only ever really played it for, like, an hour at a time. Right. Um, but that's fine. Right, it's, okay. it's it's a great snack game. Sure, um, it's it's a, I've, apparently there's great multiplayer modes to it too. I've lo- I'd love to play it with you at some point. Okay, cool. um, but uh, yeah, man, if you uh, if you like rhythm games, this is a really really fun and different one. And like as someone that loves rap and hip hop, it's such a risky thing for for yeah. when it 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 bleeds into even like movies or TV shows, especially video games. And this is the least cringy. Hip hop influenced video game I've ever played. Cool. Um, And considering you play, you know, like a kid in a hoodie that breakdances, I fucking hate breakdancing. And hoodies? At at parties, if someone started breakdancing on my parties, I used to turn the music down and then I would yell into my headphones, which is a microphone, stop (laughs) breakdancing. Which is a cool thing that now I realize that I've apparently, maybe I've always been a dad.
2: All all right, the town in Footloose. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, Floor Kids—it's a game that um, I, I think you know. I was trying to think of games that I've that I've loved that don't get enough attention, sure. and uh, Floor Kids is definitely one of those games.
2: Cool. I think looking at this, with the exception of like Steam World Dig Two, which I finished on Steam, I'm pretty sure all of the ten you listed are on my. Oh, and Celeste, which I finished on Steam. Yep. The rest are all on my to watch. Awesome. Except Great. Cave Story. Which I think I've played on Steam before, but I will buy. I'll put it. I'll put it on my watch list. I, I, I need to go I've, back. In. I've
1: got the physical of that. I can lend it to oh, you cool. if you like. Oh, cool, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Do we want to hear the financials of this list? Yes, please. So for those ten games, this is and I going through. I was looking. They're all at full sa- They're all at full price at the moment. This is
1: Australian price. If you live is, somewhere else yeah, in the world, it could- let, add it up and let us know, and we'll tweet it out from our yeah, account.
2: Yeah, we're, we're curious. So for the ten games. $273.32 in total. So, that would run you about three, um, three AAAs. Uh-huh. That's like 90 bucks each. Um, or, like, not enough for one Assassin's Creed special edition with the stupid <laughs> fucking statue and, like, cloth map
1: and shit like that. To quickly go through all these games, I've put uh, 65 hours into Hollow Knight, like nine-ish hours into Celeste, uh, just over 10 hours into Owlboy, uh, 15 hours into SteamWorld Dig 2, uh, 15... well fuck. Uh, the amount of times I played Cave Story, like 30 hours into Cave Story. Uh, I did 15 hours into Shovel Knight, Treasure Trove, five hours into Golf Story, 15 hours into Flint Hook, 10 hours into Yoku's Island Express, and five hours into Floor Kids. So... Cool. Like, they're all very, very substantial plays yeah. that I've done. And, like, that was, like, my main... My main thing was how much time I put into all these games and... You know Do I I still want to play more And the answer is yes To all of them So yeah That's my top ten list Jake I hope you're satisfied Everyone listening I hope uh, this was A a fun listen for you
2: If you think We've missed something That deserves to be On this list Make sure you hit us up Yeah and we'll read it Uh, out On the next episode Yep we'll We'll argue with you On the next episode Um or agree.
1: Could be an agree. I would say agree. Yeah. Um, our email address is allthesmallgames at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at allthesmallgame. Yep. We couldn't uh, fit an S on there. Yep. Uh, we are on Twitter individually at levdog at 16tacos. All this information is available in the show notes, so head there if you want to just uh, click some links. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash allthesmallgames. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. John, you got anything that you're going to be playing in the next uh, little short while?
2: Um, I mean, look, I've got I bought Pool Panic mm-hmm. um, I know you've just laid this list on me And I should be jumping into them I think I'll probably be um, What will I go in on after Pool Panic? I think Golf Story I'm really intrigued by Golf Story I want to try it You'd love it um, There's also a game that I can't say Whether it should be on the list at all yet But um, it's on my watch list The Dark Side Detective um, Very kind of very old school, very pixely looking game. It looks kind of like a cross between a sort of point and click like Monkey Island and another game called McPixel, which was all about play McPixel if you get the chance. You bought it's available me. That's, that's on iOS. Awesome. I, I bought you I bought I bought it for you as a gift. Just we should do an think, iOS indie yeah. game yeah. iOS game. Uh, but yeah, it's it, McPixel is dumb fun. But yeah, it looks like it looks like um and they've just finished season one like yesterday, so there's nine cases to play through in this detective game. Really intrigued to go into that. I think it's like nine bucks, which is great. Um, but I need to fucking finish Odyssey first. <laughs> we'll get to a point where I'm like, I'm done with you, Odyssey. Yes. Um. But yeah.
1: Fantastic. Cool. Um. I uh. I've bought. Yeah. Or, what's yours? Or received, what, what have you got? Uh. So I've I've mentioned earlier. I bought Enter the Gungeon. I'll be putting seconds of time to that. Okay. I also just recently bought on in the sales Dendara, which is <gasps> right. a really cool looking platform okay. where you like. Uh, You kind of like I think
2: virtual power. It's almost like
1: a flint hook kind of s game where you have to kind of flick from one wall to the other, and and that's the way you traverse through the world
2: virtual pal Alex Alex Tullet. Tullet, was an about fan. It? yeah
1: uh, I just got a boxing game called Pato Box which okay. looks like a little fun a black and white boxing game I uh, got a game called The Lion Song uh, from that original Nindies event I also have Garage and Pode yeah to get through
2: I'm very intrigued because you're excited about Garage yeah I'm, in- I'm intrigued to see what you think
1: so I'm going to try and get through them I got a ton of games uh, I-, I also bought like a bunch of games you know, thinking I would play them, but then got addicted to Hollow Knight. So I haven't touched uh, Captain Toad or... Um, oh, yeah. What's the RPG? Uh, Octopath, Traveler. Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I'll get to that at some point. Um, got to finish Sushi, Sushi Striker too. Very important.
2: <clears throat> yep. Um, there's actually... There's a Devolver game releasing on, I think, the 2nd of August called Not a Hero. And
1: we just found out that fucking Minute is coming to Switch yes, too. Yes, Minute. Very which cool. Which is
2: going to be great. Um, and Dead Cells. Hopefully Dead Cells is out soon Yeah, as well. really, so looking Dead forward Cells to playing that. really cool. cool. I was actually... I, was, I heard about... Quick aside, but um, it's like a small studio, like an 8 to 11 person team. Yeah. But there are no bosses. Every employee gets paid the same amount. They all get the same bonuses. Like, it's completely flat structure.
1: This is Devolver Digital?
2: No, no, no. This is the um, Motion Twin who make right. Dead Cells. Like, French company. I just thought that was like... That's awesome. Read the article. I'm like, that's really cool. There's no, like, there's no exploitation there. They try to avoid crunches. If they think someone's about to burn out, they'll actually send them home be like it's better for us to lose eight hours of your productivity than to lose you as an employee that's great like just real smart stuff like that
1: i'm real well yeah. that's a lovely thing to end on great yeah. tidbit john yeah. it was a pleasure yeah it is great. i look
2: forward to seeing you in august yeah and, yeah. and, and never not no, a second before no. come on man see you later Bye. You later. bye, bye.